Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was told by Nicole Thomas. In April 2013. Where the theme was struggles. Lately it feels like I've been scoring extra points in white trash family bingo. You know, looking back, my family was, you know, your average everyday, normal, middle-class family. And I guess if you were to scratch the surface, of course, there's all this white, hot, bubbling rage underneath all of that, which was really great training for learning uh, when, you know, coming to England. But, uh, yeah, families, you know, like Tolstoy said, you know, we all have our shit. (laughs) The characters. Um, My father, who is a mixture of... Homer Simpson meets Walter Mitty meets Robert Mitchum in The Night of the Hunter. <laughs> My mother, who is a mixture of Marmee in Little Women, meets uh, Mummy Dearest, but she's much better now. And uh, every ditzy character that Betty White has ever played. There's me, who is uh, Mrs. Dalloway meets really bad Woody Allen, even, <laughs> even worse Anais Nin. My sister... <laughs> My sister Tara, who is two years younger than me, Tara is uh, Cheech and Chong meets Deepak Chopra meets, um, oh gosh, her name's gone out of my head, Star Wars, um, Buns, Prince Leia, Carrie Fisher. Um, Missy is 15 months younger than Tara, and she is Jack Kerouac's drinking habit and Henry VIII's temper. So, yeah, family. And, you know, it, it's, it, it wasn't that awful, of course. I mean, we certainly had our, our, our good little moments. And, you know, it's easy to kind of sometimes you know, focus on those signposts of the bad things. Um, and what's also really interesting with family is those moments when you make the active decision to not speak to a family member any longer. And everyone in my family has not spoken, um, either a, you know, the quiet, slow fade of not speaking to the other person, or the active de- decision to not speak. Um, we've all decided to do that with each other, except for my mother and I. And, of course, with that, you know, there's times you really wish you weren't speaking to your mother, but, you know, you don't do that. And at the times with me and my sisters, when the three of us were all speaking to each other and we were in the same space, we would sometimes get together and we would talk about some of the crazy stuff that my father had gotten up to. And you know, so my, my mother and my father don't speak to each other because they got divorced in, in, in 92. And I haven't spoken to my father for about 18 years. 
um, he stopped talking to Tara because she uh, did not back up his lie about uh, his scar that he has behind his ear. She was at a barbecue, and uh, his his uh, girlfriend at the time was nearby and, and heard someone say to Tara, oh, hey, how did your dad get that scar? And he, uh, she said, well, you know, he had a tumor removed when, when I was a kid. And, and the girlfriend said, you know, Tara, what are you talking about? That Your father got that when he was in Vietnam. <laughs> My father had never been to Vietnam. So, yeah, uh, it just, it, it, you know, it's just a bit, bit fraught. Uh, he, I don't really remember why he stopped talking to Missy the first time. But uh, we would get together, the three of us, and we would you know, talk about these stories. And it's almost like you're talking about a character in a play. And when you haven't actually seen this person in a few years go by, it becomes even more. You know, I, my sister Tara would tell me how he was saying, oh, yeah, he's saying that you're such a loser. Meanwhile, I was in my third year of graduate school. You know, stuff like that. Or um, my favorite story was when my mother ran into the girlfriend and we discovered that uh, dad had told the girlfriend he was divorced a good year before he actually was. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, with Missy and and, and with Tara, I, I walked away, and it, it hurt. And yeah, you know, there'd be times when you know you by going through your photographs, and you'd come across a photo, and you're like, "Damn, I, I miss that. I miss home." But I, I very quickly realized that that Robert Thomas was not home, and he wasn't something that was safe. And, and Tara and Missy never did. They kept trying to reach out. Um, for example, there's this photo I came across where I'm, I'm two, three, I, I'm not sure, and I look like Red from, um, from Fraggle Rock, you know, big pigtails. And um, Tara's looking at the camera very serious. And my father is, he's kind of ducked down behind a sofa. You can just see his eyes, and he has a big Cookie Monster puppet on, on, his, on his hand. And it's a really lovely, cute little photo. And that disconnect between that photo and, and that memory and, and the, the individual, the reality that um, I, I know to exist, it's a, a very wide gulf. And um, I made the decision to not try to, to build a bridge or, or, or drown in that river. But Tara and Missy kept trying to reach out to my dad. They kept trying to reconnect with him. And for a little while, he would reach out, and, and they'd reconcile, and then he would eventually push them away. Um, with Missy, they, they reconnected for a bit. Um, and in a way, that was good because I was living over here. My mother is living in South Carolina. Tara is in Texas. And Missy, again, with the drinking problem and the anger issues, no one's talking to her right now. And so it was good for a little while that she and my dad had reconnected. But then that fell apart as well. This last summer, my mom called me, and she told me that Missy was, was really, really ill, um, the drinking caught up with her, and uh, alcoholic hepatitis, thrush all down her throat. And I'm hearing this news, and, and, and I, meanwhile, I'm not talking to her because of my anger at her around her, her anger issues and how she was treating her son. Hearing all this, and, and meanwhile, she's also homeless. She's not asking for help. Friends had been trying to get her into rehab, and you know, she was refusing to go. She would said, no, no, no. Um, it's just, it's a bit depressing. And uh, Dad was supposed to pick her up from the hospital. She didn't know where to go, and he didn't pick her up, even though he had promised. And that's something I, I would never will forgive him for. 
And I also probably won't ever forgive myself for picking up the phone and trying to call her during that time period. Flash forward a couple of months, and my mom called me this last autumn. And um, again, Missy walked into the hospital and flatlined. They brought her back enough, um, uh, but they didn't know who this person was. And so they were going through their mobile, her mobile, trying to you know connect something. And they found my father's number, and he refused to go to the hospital. And he called my mom and uh, you know gave her the information. And this whole day, my mom had told me this was going on. I was walking around London with my boyfriend and and hoping that there would be a good ending out of all this, that they'd pull her back uh, from the brink again and she would be fine and this would be the final wake-up call and my mom and my sister would be at the bedside and she'd wake up and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I made such a mess of it, and they'd hug and the music would swell and then, you know, end credits. Um, and that didn't happen. Um, my mom hopped on a plane but didn't get there in time. And uh, when they were reviewing, looking at the body, <clears throat> uh, uh, my mother and my sister and my father came in, and he started going on and on about everything that he had done for her. And they asked him to leave. Um, and uh, later, because the way the, the laws work in Nevada with cremation, um, they needed my father and my mother's uh, signature on the, the paperwork. And uh, he decided to fight the signing of the cremation because uh, my mother hadn't shown him respect. Uh, So my mother and my sister had to go to family court to get all that waived, um, you know, uh, so they could have the funeral go on time. So, uh, yeah, it was just like the last thing you want to do when you're dealing with with all that. So, yeah, that happened. Um, yeah, so that, that if I was ever not going to speak to my father, that was pretty much probably one of the last straws. And, you know, it was relief when he didn't go to the, the service. But then, about a couple months ago, my mother calls me. She says, your grandmother just called me, and your father, he was driving, and, and uh, there, he thought this person was, was following him and, or something was going on. So he pulled over, and they pulled over too, and, and he had a gun. He had a gun? Yes, he had a gun, and they had a gun, too. This is America, remember. Uh, and he had a, they had a gun, too, and, and he, he fired it up into the air, which is really stupid because, you know, bullets come down. And, um, and then someone attacked him and restrained him, and then he was arrested. I got, him, I got a huge rush out of hearing this story because <laughs> if it's, it's just it's amazing. If that is actually what happened, it is like, you know, Keystone Cops. It's brilliant. Um, but when I looked up the arrest record online, I, I realized that's not what actually happened. Um, I got the info about, about who the lawyer was, and I, I told my sister Tara about it. I didn't want to inject myself into all this again. I do want to know what happened, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to reach out. So Tara reached out to the lawyer, and she called me, and uh, she told me what happened. Uh, and it's bad, Nicole. Like, what happened, Tara? So my father was driving. And he was off his tits pissed, which, you know, that's nice. And he felt that the guy that was driving in front of him cut him off. So he took his gun and fired at the car. The guy, uh, you know, luckily missed. The guy uh, gave the cops the description, you know, was completely freaked out. Then apparently my father was driving around in this area. I don't know what he was looking for. 
and uh, he uh, rear-ended another car in front of him. Uh, the woman got out of the car. You know, what are you doing? And my sister started to cry. And I said, Tara, is the woman all right? And she said, no, she's not. Uh, apparently, my father, uh, uh, he, he dislocated her shoulder and I guess broke her face in like five places. Um, and Tara then told me that she told the lawyer, I told her, I told her to say, to tell him that I, I love him. And I, I, I really worry about her. I really, really do. And, and I don't think she's quite realized that the man in that photo holding up the, the Cookie Monster puppet, that's not our father. And I, I suppose she probably worries that um, I don't remember that man at all. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. With audio production by Matt Hill. At rethinkdaily.co.uk. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.